So my computer's been hacked um, since I got the first one in, I think, about 2011. Um, I'm not positive, but I think it was about 2011. Every time I've gotten a computer, um, weird things happen on it from the get-go. First, thousands of people try breaking in it. What's that about? Thousands of attempts the first day. Thousands of malicious attempts. I took pictures of it, screenshots. I got all that um, in one day. You know, just, I mean, it was crazy. Crazy, crazy. My uh, mouse would split, my cursor would split in half. And one arrow would go one way and the other one another way. When I try to look up important things on the internet, they redirect what I'm searching for. They redirect my search. Um, I have nothing but problems with the internet, no matter what I'm on, unless I go to like a cafe somewhere and use the internet and it's not in my name. Then it starts working. It's interesting. Um, yeah. So I've had a lot of internet uh, uh, hacking, I guess. I Who knows why? I tried to tell someone that that, that happened. I tried to tell a few people I, I thought I could trust. And they said, well, what makes you so important? What makes me so important? You know, <laughs> I mean, that just blew me away. What makes you so important? I don't think I'm important. I don't, I didn't, I wasn't trying to be important. And so why would you say that I think I'm important? Because I said, people are playing with me, toying with me. You know, <laughs> what makes you think that I think I'm important? I don't, I got nothing to be important about other than Jesus. Uh, as far as society goes, I'm not a success. I'm, garbage to most people um i'm a i'm something that they think the world could do without mm -hmm. i don't like brutality i don't like organized violence against people i i just i don't like all those things and i guess people and i don't like racism and most of the people i grew up with it seems uh are on the opposite side of that so I feel kind of um, left out because because I can't I can't really uh, relate to that. I can't relate to racism and people talking bad about other people because they're black or because they're white or because they're Mexican or whatever. Korean, you know, I I, I don't like that, and it's it's always made me go like put a question mark in my head since I was little. When I heard people talking that way, I'm like, what? Because honestly, I didn't see people that way. I just thought we all looked different. And, you know, I don't know. Um, uh, I just, uh, I don't, I don't like where the world's at right now. I don't like, you know, that you got all these people coming out of the woodwork with uh, the racism and the, and the hate Oh, the hate speech and it bothers me. And, you know, lately I've been able to humble myself and not get so emotional about what I see on the news and 
or on the internet um, because I know that there's nothing I can do me personally there's nothing I can do to change what's going on in this country and all I see it doing is going further downhill I mean I don't care if Biden gets in there or Trump stays in there it doesn't matter it's we're still going downhill we got something wrong somewhere in the machine there's a monkey wrench in there somewhere that's making this thing snowball downhill and uh, I can't see any uh, anything good coming from it other than maybe people will think twice about shooting and killing each other considering there's so many cameras out there so many videos maybe you'll think twice about beating people you know it, maybe we could all think twice and look at ourselves and go, hey, you know, I've had my shortcomings too. I've, ha I've, I've had my own trespasses. And maybe I shouldn't be so gung-ho on what other people are doing. Maybe I should look further into myself, you know. I don't think a lot of people could do that because we they talk about it. You hear people talk about it sometimes on television or on the Internet. And people seem to agree but but the, what what you see on video doesn't match anyway this is just more small talk i guess um um i don't see police as a threat if you pulled me over today i wouldn't think you're a threat i mean i'd be a little cautious i guess uh, a little leery but i don't see you as a threat because first off i'm not afraid to die um so I don't see police as a threat. Um, if I saw police beating someone, abusing someone in front of me, I would step in. Yes, I would. Absolutely. I don't care. Well, okay, so I go to jail. So I get shot. So I die. Okay, so what? If I saw a bunch of people beating up a police officer, a bunch of citizens beating up a police officer, I would step in. The same thing. I guess I'm kind of for the underdog. I don't know. No, I am for the underdog. I do know. Um, but, yeah, I don't like to see people abused. I don't like to see double teaming. You know, I just don't like it. And I guess I, it's my own issue I have to deal with. But uh, I'm humbling myself. I'm not getting as angry when I see it on TV. These blood pressure meds have really started helping me out. I don't have headaches like I had. I'm actually able to sweat better now. I wasn't able to sweat very good my entire life. It was like I did more peeing than sweating. That's crazy. But uh, now I can sweat. Thank God for blood pressure medication. Except it gives me this little cough. It is like really, really irritating. But that's okay. Um, so, uh, yeah. I've seen uh, a lot of... I've met a lot of people in my lifetime and just kind of met them and knew them for a little while and then took off um, all over the, the well I'm not gonna say all over the country but in a few states I, I know people in states and and uh, it was just kind of like friendships that were just in passing I guess um, I met some really decent people in Tacoma homeless people well, they were supposed to be homeless. Some of them, I wonder if they were really homeless. But 
<laughs> yeah, weird people. Um, this one lady, uh, I met this lady here when I was in Vancouver. She came out one time and said to my other half that she was enabling me. She just said it out in the distance, out of the blue. And she looked at me. I looked at her. We laughed, laughed it off. And I realized this lady doesn't like anything. She doesn't like people who smoke cigarettes, smoke pot. And whatever you do, she doesn't like it because she doesn't do anything but eat bread. And, uh, yeah. So anyway, she uh, has a habit. This lady had a habit of giving people things that, that they don't need or may need who knows, but it was like, she's really, really eager to be kind and, and giving people things out of her storage, little things here and there. Here's a box of stuff that you might want. And when you t finally tell her you don't want it, she just leaves it at your door and keeps bringing more stuff and leaving it at your door. Well, she did this to me on several occasions. And when she, <sighs> finally stopped for a minute i remember my uh my cable was gone we we stopped we got rid of our cable because it was way too expensive for to watch the same movie every month anyway <laughs> yeah we weren't really sports fans so it wasn't worth the money it's definitely not worth the money i would never if i was a millionaire no cable still you guys ain't getting nothing but anyway uh so yeah i get the uh get the cable cut off and one of the things that this lady gave us was one of those boxes that connects to the back of the tv that uh, you connect an antenna to to get uh free tv well i tried it out and it didn't work so um i went and bought a brand new one from walmart and i turned the tv on and uh it worked fine well she comes and knocks on my door right after I'd bought this thing knocks on my door and asked me out of all the things that she gave me that she gave me to, to do whatever with most of the stuff I gave, took to goodwill and dropped it off. But out of all the stuff that she gave us, uh, she came back and that day. She wanted back the free TV box. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So you know, little games like that. It's like she had to have been watching and knew that my cable was, was that the cable guy was there to turn off the cable. And, you know, that, that kind of stuff. That's, I never saw that in, in Memphis. I never saw little underhanded little games like that. I, I, that was, that was all something different, something new to me in Washington. But, uh, yeah, this lady was something else. Mm-hmm. And then we moved partially to get away from people like her because there was a lot of them over there. They like to listen on your door while you're in, in your living room because the living room is so close to the door. Uh, one guy caught him listening on his wall, and they all scattered when he came out in, his, in the hallway. Um, yeah, this uh, – anyway, this lady, <laughs> this lady was something else. She found out where we moved to. We didn't tell her. She knocked on my door and I looked out and I saw her in the peephole of our new apartment. 
and I made sure she heard me turn away from the door and walk back into the living room. Yeah, and I never saw or heard from her again. But uh, I'm just not into little games like that, little feminine games. You know, it's like stuff children do. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so there's your small talk. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, have a great day again. Um, I've got to get to work on editing and all this good stuff so I can get out this book called The Other Side of Scary, a trunk novel. Have a great day. My name's Sean Newberg. God bless you.